0: Chapter 1. A Sleek Fighting Machine Alex yanked open his desk drawer with the urgency of a boy about to die. His baseball cards fell to the floor unnoticed. Papers flew everywhere. He had to find that flyer. His very life depended on it. His teacher had passed it out on the first day of school, and he had brought it home and tossed it into his desk. He knew he had. Alex spotted the paper. He grabbed it and read carefully. Karate classes for Lakeside Elementary students, Tuesday, September 8th, at 7 p.m. Call the YMCA to register. Tuesday. Alex breathed a sigh of relief. Today was Tuesday. He wasn't late. He studied the picture at the bottom of the page. It showed a muscular man poised for a fight. The caption under the picture read, A Sleek Fighting Machine. Perfect. A sleek fighting machine was exactly what Alex needed to be if he was going to survive fifth grade and Brick Johnson. They had only been in school for two weeks, and already Brick was after him. They had been in the lunchroom. Everyone was doing imitations. That's all, folks, Megan had said with her teeth protruding. Bugs Bunny, everyone yelled. Beep, beep, said tall, skinny Tom in a high, squeaky voice. Road runner, everyone yelled. Alex wasn't sure what made him do it, but he pulled his shoulders back, squared his body, stiffened his arms at his side, and said, I'm big and square. The third little pig made a house out of me. He patted his middle. Brick Johnson, everyone yelled, then laughed. Alex puffed out his chest for another laugh. That's when he saw Brick staring at him. Brick's lips formed a straight line that resembled a grin. Alex had seen that look on the Nature Channel a million times. It wasn't a grin. It was the look of a wild animal right before a kill. Brick lumbered over to the table and stood directly across from Alex. His baseball cap was pulled low on his head. His shirt tail hung out on one side. He looked big and mean. Alex's hand still rested on his abdomen, but not as a joke anymore. He felt sick. He was glad the table stood between Brick and him. Brick leaned over and placed both hands on the table. At my other school, a boy did an imitation of me and— At that moment, Coach Bonner, the P.E. teacher, walked by. Stay at your own table during lunch, he said. Brick turned and walked back to his table. After a moment of silence, everyone began to breathe again. He's so big, Susan said. And he always wears that Braves hat, Megan added. Only when they win. If they lose, he wears the opposing team's hat, Susan said. Normally, that would have been of interest to Alex. Not now. What do you think Brick did to that boy who imitated him? Tom asked. Alex was silent. With somebody named Brick, the possibilities were limitless. More importantly, what's he going to do to you? "'Megan asked. "'Maybe he's going to maim you,' Susan Green said. "'Where did you get that?' Tom asked. "'It's one of our words for this week. "'Haven't you done the vocabulary unit?' "'Alex had not done the vocabulary unit, "'so as soon as he got home, "'he looked up maim in the dictionary. "Maim," "'One. "'To cause serious physical injury. "'Yep.' That made sense. Brick did want to cause him serious physical injury. The second and third definitions were worse. Mame, two, to disable or make defective. Mame, three, to deprive a person of a limb or member of the body. Alex's muscles tensed. He didn't...